the Super Bowl 58 player props and MVP picks, MVP picks edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. The sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And don't forget to enter the SGPN Super Bowl 58 Props Contest. Pick 58 Super Bowl props for a chance to win $1,000. Enter today for free at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or in the SGPN app. And Peggy the shot to ground down. Bailed. He missed the catch. And he gets in for the touchdown. Welcome everyone to the Propcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, February the 7th, ever so closer to the Super Bowl kicking off on Sunday, uh, early evening, usually, I guess we can say it. And here to get into our player props for the big game, we'll also throw out our touchdown scores, our MVP picks, and then Chris and I will give our official predictions uh, for the big game and who we think will be hoisting the Lombardi Trophy come Sunday night to wrap up the 2023 NFL season. But Joining me as usual here to help me break everything down for this big game. You guys know him as a voice, of course, on the NBA podcast as well. One of the hardest working men in this sports gambling space is my main man, Crispy Cap. And Chris, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing great, you know. What's going on with you, man? Hope hoping everything is well with uh with you and all our listeners. Uh excited, man. Like you said, every 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 sleep is is a is one sleep away, you know, one less sleep yeah. away, uh, you know, from from Big Sunday, man. So I know we, you know, for people who didn't or maybe, you know, missed the, the pile, we we talked about game props already. Uh, so definitely check that episode out. But you know, excited. This is the good stuff right here. You know, this is the meat and the potatoes kind of. You know, talking about who's going to win the game and which player we think are going to either perform really well or, you know, not not perform really well. So excited to jump into it and, uh, you know, dive into these to these looks, you know. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned there, Chris, we did the game props yesterday, had some had some, you know, fun ones in there as well. Uh, Chris had some fun ones in there as well. And then we, you know, throughout game props as well, I think that are definitely going to be profitable uh, in this game here on Sunday between the Chiefs and the 49ers for the Super Bowl. But I mean, like you mentioned, Chris, this is going to be the 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 cream of the crop, the bread and butter for us. That's been all season long, the player props for the big game here. So uh, a lot for us to get to here, Chris. So let's just dive right into it, man. Let's get into our player props. We'll throw about anywhere from three to five. We'll talk about our honorable mentions that we usually do. Uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of go from there. So, Chris, lead us off, man. Player prop number one for Super Bowl 58, man. What do you got? Let's do it. We are going with the guy himself, the the, the legend, the, the early legend. I think we can already say he's a legend. You know, if we, we're looking at Patrick Mahomes. We'll start with the quarterback position and uh, going right for his, his uh, pass attempts. Uh, we know San Francisco's defense is uh, pretty immaculate on that side of the ball with being able to slow down their you know opponent's rushes. But so I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes passing attempts. Number is 36 and a half minus 110 shop around. Not not laying too much. Big here, but like I said, San Francisco, they force teams to pass the ball at the highest rate in the league. Um, 36 and a half times per game, which is right what this which is what this number is. 
uh, because they limit the rush so well. You know, we know this. We've talked about this throughout the podcast. Top five in rushing yards allowed this season, only giving up 97 per game. And uh, we talked about this in the, you know, in the in the game, uh, in, in the in the game props that we talked about. You know, but we do expect these defenses to play well, and I think that's going to force Mahomes into passing the ball. But guess what? He doesn't care. He doesn't care about being forced into passing the ball. You know, Kansas City passes the ball at seven highest frequency in the league, over 60 percent of the time, uh, nearly 37 attempts per game. So the numbers seem kind of spot on. Um, Mahomes has covered uh, the 37 pass attempts in 12 of the 19 games that he's played in so far this season. Uh, that's 63%. So if you're telling me, you know, coming into the big game, uh, I don't think he's going to be, you know, gunshot all in this spot, you know. Uh, you know, looking back at, um, you know, just playoff, Super Bowl playoff history, uh, 27 attempts uh, in in, in uh, last year's playoff, in last year's Super Bowl against uh, Philly. But uh, he has gone over in, uh, against Tampa Bay and against these same San Francisco 49ers were 49 and 42 in his career as well. So you got two and one there. Um, yeah, sign me up for Mahomes passing the thing, slinging it all the around the field. You know, the other thing I checked, you know, just not based on these numbers, but I looked at time of possession and it's about even, you know, I, I, you know, San Francisco can have long methodical drives, but their offense is pretty, uh, you know, pretty big on making, you know, big plays, right. Whether it's, uh, Brock Purdy throwing a deep pass to Brandon Ayuk or uh, Christian McCaffrey breaking a long play. So I don't, I don't necessarily worry about Mahomes being limited, you know, for Kansas city being limited from a time of possession uh, perspective, because both of these teams typically possess the ball for about half of the game. Yeah. I, again, I, I think for, especially like this year, like for the chiefs, you know, we talked about the game props that a lot of it has been due to their defense on why they're here. But obviously when you have Mr. Superhuman, a legend, future first ballot hall of famer, no question about it in Patrick Mahomes, um, it starts and stops with him, right? And I think that uh, obviously the two rings that they have, one with Patrick Mahomes, it's been Patrick Mahomes has led the way. And I think especially in this game where I feel like Chris, and I, will t- I know we'll talk about our official predictions, you know, at, towards the end of the in, in the episode here, but I, I don't think there's a lot of pressure on the Chiefs to go out and win this. I, I don't think a lot of people coming into this season in particular expected the chiefs to get here because we thought there would be a fall off here, but Patrick Mahomes has done Patrick Mahomes things. And no, you can't bet against, against, we know a guy that's in the conversation for the greatest of all time. Why throw up there with Tom Brady. Right. So, uh, I mean, you, you laid out a, a great handicap there. And I think that again, for this chiefs team, that if the San Francisco 49ers, and we've seen that they have struggled a little bit defensively in those two playoff games that we could probably make the argument that they should have, maybe even lost those two playoff games uh, against the Packers and the Lions because they were trailing that game that had to come from behind. But the Fortnite, you can't do that against Patrick Mahomes because he will make you pay. And I think, again, for the for Patrick Mahomes, I think it's, it's going to be on his shoulders for them to uh, win this football game. And again, his greatest talent, obviously, is you know, throwing the football here. So I think I can, de- I definitely can get behind uh, over on his pass attempts here as well, which leads me right to my first player. Probably is also with Patrick Mahomes. I thought the number was a little conservative here. Uh, Chris Mahomes uh, rush attempts over four and a half. Um, I- I- I'm all over this one as my first player you, you, prop you, here. You my notes, you know, cause I got that one too. <laughs> yeah. I, I was a little confused on this number. So let's start with number one. Let's just say the cheat. Let's start with this. Let's say we think the chiefs win this game. And they're in victory formation. That's maybe another one, two, three attempts right there because those kneel downs do uh, count as attempts uh, for quarterbacks. But 
let's look at the facts as well, right? So Patrick Mahomes um, in back-to-back games in the playoffs this year against the Buffalo Bills and against the Baltimore Ravens has six rush attempts each in those games. And again, some of those are also kneel downs. We go back to the Super Bowl last year, Chris, six attempts, 44 yards for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, The divisional game previous against the Buffalo Bills, again, seven for 69. Go back to that Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, five for 33, five attempts there. And the Super Bowl against the same team in 2020 against San Francisco 49ers, Nine attempts for 29 yards in that game for Patrick Mahomes. So I do remember, I, I think it was that game against the Niners where I was on the over on his pass, uh, sorry, for his rushing yards. And I think that was the game where he went back a little further where he needed to go. Uh, and the under for his um, rushing yards cash because of the way he kneeled the ball down at the end of that game. So I told myself, I'm just going to go look at his rushing yards uh, or sorry, rush attempts in this game. So at four and a half, I'm going to be all over that here for Patrick Mahomes. And again, Chris, three of the last four games uh, for Patrick Mahomes, he has at least six rushing attempts uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So my first player prop correlated here on uh, Patrick Mahomes as well. Give me the uh, rushing attempts over four and a half here, uh, Chris. Yeah, I typically don't go double, uh, you know, double prop, you know, up and and you know for for one player. But I mean, how could you not like this one, right? We know if the game comes down to it, and this is is the biggest game of, you know, quote unquote, the the, the next biggest game of his career. Granted, he's been in this situation before. I mean, we can't expect him to be conservative in this spot, you know. And we know what Patrick Mahomes can do with his legs, right? He just yeah. he does. I mean, he slings the ball so well that he doesn't have to run, but he still has that Texas Tech. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, this is, he's still a spring chicken. He's still he's still a little wet behind the ears here. You know, if this guy is not old at all, uh, he can definitely uh, – I definitely expect him to use his legs if he needs to. Uh, and, um, yeah, I thought the number was a tad bit conservative as well. You know, four and a half, like you said, over in, in uh, you know, six. Um, you know, th- especially throughout the playoffs in general and uh, just the last few games. Um, San Francisco likes to blitz a lot as well. You know, they're going to send pressure, yeah. try to make them – you know, feel, feel a little uncomfortable back there. And I think that's a part of the handicap as well as him being able to get outside the pocket because maybe the pocket collapsed. And, uh, yeah, he's going to use his feet to pick up first downs. He knows how to slide well. And um, I, there's no way I could not talk. I thought this one would be five and a half, and then I'd be a little more concerned. You know, but four and a half, I was on it well, as with you. I'm, I'm on it with you as well. Yeah, I love this one here for Patrick Mahomes here. Uh, all right, Chris, before we get over to our next uh, player props here for Super Bowl 58, uh, let me tell excuse me, everyone, about DraftKings Sportsbook. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. We just mentioned that we do like Patrick Mahomes over on his rush attempts. Right now, you can get down on that over on DraftKings at the over 4.5 at minus 130 uh, for Patrick Mahomes. So definitely check it out over there on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 
Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And we're also brought to you by Price Picks. Look, Price Picks is the most fun I've had all season long. I've won up to 25x my money this football season. And now with the basketball season, here and we're in the meat of it with college basketball and uh the nba you can also create those combo projections over on uh prize picks you select just two or more players pick more or less on their projected stats and place your entry with the basketball season here like i mentioned you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues for example lebron james and Travis Kelsey at a combo of 10 and a half of three pointers made and receptions. Well, you can do that now over on uh price picks. Want to play alongside some of price picks, favorite players like rapper, Meek Mill and comedian, Andrew Schultz. You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the price picks community every single week. Price picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play. Even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So how do you take advantage of this? Well, just go to prizepix.com slash SGPN and use promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepix.com using promo code SGPN. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Uh, so that was your second year. Also going with Patrick Mahomes I'm, on the I'm, over. I'm, on his... Yes, yes, I'm with okay. you on. I'm with you on the over there as well. Player problem number two for me. All right, so I'm going to go over to his counterpart, his uh, best friend on the field. That's going to be Mr. Travis Kelsey. Um, this number was at six and a half on his receptions. It has uh, now moved to seven and a half. Um, I, I'm 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 so comfortable with it at seven and a half. Um, but I did play this at six half. You're able to find a six and a half. Great. Uh, but if you want to pivot to his receiving yards in this game, uh, I, I just think that this is going to be a spot where Travis Kelsey shines. And especially when we talk about the biggest stage, the biggest moment. And we talked about this when we did the, you know, the divisional round and the conference championship that Mahomes is going to find his guy, Travis Kelsey. And, and that's just what it is for me. So you take a look at what Travis Kelsey has done, uh, in the playoffs, at least this season, all three uh, games in the playoffs, he's had 70 or more receiving yards. He had 71 on seven receptions against the Miami Dolphins, five receptions, 75 yards against the ball, uh, sorry, against the Buffalo Bills, and then 11 receptions on 11 targets, 116 yards for uh, Travis Kelsey against the Baltimore Ravens in the conference championship. And I know when we talk about the San Francisco 49ers defense that they've struggled a little bit throughout this uh, postseason. Like I mentioned, you take a look at last um, game in the conference championship against the Detroit Lions, Sam Laporta in that game, nine receptions and 97 receiving yards in that game. They gave up a total of seven receptions uh, to the Green Bay Packers um, in the uh, divisional round uh, to those tight ends, Luke. Um, Luke Musgrave had three for 14. Tucker Craft had three receptions. Ben Sims even got one. So they're giving it up to the tight end position. So like I mentioned, when it matters the most, Travis Kelsey will rise to the occasion here. Patrick Mahomes will find him. So if you want to play the over 70 and a half receiving yards for Travis Kelsey, 
or his receptions. I'm comfortable with both. I'll give you guys both of those here. Um, but if you had a gun to my head now at seven and a half, I would then pivot to his receiving yards, 70 and a half uh, receiving yards for Travis Kelsey here, uh, Chris. Yeah, I mean, if we if we love Patrick Mahomes as much as we do, um, you know, if, and, uh, you know, Rob was on the pod with us today. He probably tell us uh, that's enough talking about Kansas City. <laughs> I mean, because we because we love, uh, you know, we, we've only talked about the Chiefs so far. But I think if you love Mahomes, uh, you know, if you, you got to pair him with his counterpart. Right. I mean, everyone thinks that, you know, Taylor Swift is his soulmate. But I mean, truly, we, we know that it's, it's really Patrick Mahomes. I mean, these guys are inseparable, especially when they're on the field. Right. So. Uh, I, I love, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey in this in this spot. You know, I also feel like even though they've done this before, every every championship feels like, you know, they almost got to reestablish themselves because, you know, there's so much, uh, you know, hype and, you know, so much that goes into, you know, these players not being able to do it again. And, it, you know, Taylor Swift is a distraction. And we saw what he was able to come out and do in that last game, you know. So uh, I'm, I would only be looking towards, you know, Travis Kelsey to have another – Huge day. And and me and Rod talked about this on the episodes that you missed because I was on Travis Kelsey. I've been riding Travis Kelsey throughout the playoffs, you know. But just talking about uh, you know, if 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 me and you know it's happening, you know, then of course the defensive coordinators know it's happening, but nobody can seem to stop it. <laughs> so <laughs> until it's done, until it's done, you know, I think you just keep betting on Travis Kelsey. I know a lot of money this is a super popular play, of course. A lot of money on is over, but I mean, how could I talk? How could I talk you up? You know, this dude is this the combination between the two. It's like Shaq and Kobe, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look again. Travis Kelsey does a fantastic job of finding the holes in the defense, and he just kind of plants himself there. Mahomes finds him, and and he also can. Uh, you know, he's not the fastest guy on the field, but he gets those yards after the catch, right? And I think that really racks up for Travis Kelsey here. So I'm expecting him to have another big game here uh, for the. Uh, can't see Chiefs. Kind of just also going back and looking at what he's done in the Super Bowl last year. He had uh, six receptions, eighty-one yards against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ten receptions on fifteen targets, one hundred and thirty-three yards in that game. And then um, against the San Francisco 49ers, he only had six receptions for forty-three yards in that game. But again, I think this is again with this version of this team without Tyreek Hill and a legitimate, I think, another receiver where. They, the Chiefs offense has to spread it around a little bit. Travis Kelsey is all reliable. He's like your number. He, he's your number one guy uh, is Travis Kelsey. So, yeah, I definitely see him having another big game here uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, all right. So that's two player props each year. Chris, let's get over to your third player prop, my man. What do you got? I want to stay with the quarterback position enough. I just want to go over here to Brock Purdy. I feel like I got a pretty good read on these quarterbacks. So, uh, three props, three three player three player props, all on quarterbacks. I do have a couple honorable mentions that I want to also mention. But um, looking at Brock Purdy, you know, I see his passing yards all the way up to two hundred forty six and a half, and I think that number is a tad bit too low. I think okay. this game is more of an under game because we talked about the defense being good, although these offenses have also been good. But I, I don't think Brock Purdy reaches 250 yards, and I'm, I'm comfortable taking him at under 246 and a half here as well. You know, if I look at, you know, him passing the ball, and he's he's gone over this number. He's actually three or four in his last four games against. He actually passed for three two, 255 against Baltimore. Um, you know, then the Commanders don't really count. He didn't have to play the whole game, and then of course he got there. You know, uh, against the Detroit uh, defense and that Green Bay defense as well, but. As you know, you know, if you, you you follow football, you know how well those defenses are. And they're not those are not elite defenses. Green Bay had a weakness this this season. It was their their pass defense when it really came down to it. 
And the same thing with Detroit. We know Detroit was a top five defense to stop in the run. We, we made a lot of money taking opponent running backs under, uh, you know, rushing yards under. But but that wasn't it for them either. I look at Kansas City on the opposite side, though. You know, this team has been elite defensively against the pass pretty much for the whole season. And we yeah. I think the narrative around, you know, Kansas City and, you know, Patrick Mahomes always going to get all the credit. But this defense has stepped up big time, you know, road wins and, and uh, you know, Buffalo uh, going to Baltimore. It, I mean, it really was their defense. That's why Patrick Mahomes passing yards didn't necessarily have to cash. So, you know, dumbing it back down to Kansas City's defense, uh, you know, 181 and a half passing yards allowed per game, you know? Nobody thinks about Kansas City defense as that, but that's actually the fourth fewest in the league, right? And and we know on the opposite side, uh, you know, they're going to uh, – the 49ers are going to try to feed the ball to Christian McCaffrey. We see his numbers. Yeah. They're inflated pretty much everywhere, 130, I think, yards is what he's, uh, you know, combined for uh, rushing plus receiving. So, yeah. to me, this number is, is just a tad bit too high based on his recent performances. Going back through the playoffs, uh, you know, last week, well, two weeks ago, uh, you know, the Ravens, the, the Ravens did, Lamar Jackson did throw for 272, but it was primarily because they jumped, they, Kansas City jumped out on them so early. And they, you exactly. know, they were playing from behind. They didn't want to play that way. Uh, you know, against Josh Allen and, and uh, you know, the, the elite quarterback that he is, 186 yards at home, you know, uh, against Dolphin, the Dolphins in Tua. You know, this offense was elite this year, 199 yards. So, um, and I could keep going on. You know, they, they've held, you know, opponents under this, 250, 246 and a half and, and six of their last eight, uh, you know, it, it, it it's very rare that, that, that teams are going to pass the ball this much. And I think we see much more, you know, maybe they try to control the ball, you know, control the ball a little bit more, keep, keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. Not sure if that's going to happen, but for all of those reasons, you know, I am comfortable taking Brock Purdy to go under. And the lights could be a little too bright for him. Patrick Mahomes has been here, but Purdy yeah. has not. So yeah. uh, under, under his passing yards in five straight games, uh, after going over in nine of his first 13, uh, we've seen, you know, the, the the ball really be handed to and put into the the hands of, uh, you know, CMC. So give me Brock Purdy in this spot also, you know, if another quarterback prop to go under his 246 and a half passing yards. Got that number on Caesars. I'd be curious to see if there is props out there that um, that go by quarter, um, like first quarter passing yards, receiving yards, because I feel like. Kyle Shanahan is really going to ease Brock Purdy's uh, Brock Purdy into this game, right? So we may see Christian McCaffrey getting the handoffs, you know, within those first couple of drives, and you know, Brock Purdy maybe having some short passes on some, you know, maybe a slant route or a hook route or a screen pass, just to kind of get him, you know, into the flow of the game, and you know, maybe have him take a hit and be like, all right, you know, kind of get those jitters out because again, you mentioned right, Patrick Mahomes, this Chiefs team has been here numerous times they've won two titles so they know the routine of what transpires for the super bowl yes i know the san francisco 49ers have been there as well but this was what four years ago against the same team against the same team and i know a lot of the players that were on that team are still here but this is a completely different quarterback i mean we talked about it yesterday on the games props that brock purdy was the last pick uh, of the draft um you know a couple seasons ago so I think for Brock Purdy, I think that it will take a little bit for him to kind of get the jitters out and for that offense to start flowing a little bit. So um, I'm with you here on the under 236. Also, I think that you mentioned it. I think that we'll see a little bit of more Christian McCaffrey uh, in this game because you you traded for him and 
this is the reason why you're here in the Super Bowl. Let's get the ball to our one of our best offensive player uh, in Christian McCaffrey. So I think that's a little bit of correlation that if you don't like Purdy in this game, you probably want to pivot and look at uh, a Christian McCaffrey in this game. So, yeah, I do like this call here for Brock Purdy. Uh, all right, Chris, before we continue on our player props here uh, for Super Bowl 58, uh, let me tell everyone where we're giving out some winners here and where you can take advantage of it. And that's going to be over on the Super Bowl 58 props contest happening at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's a $1,000 winner takes all. It's free to enter. You pick 58 props for Super Bowl 58. You enter today sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58, or you can get the link in the SGPN app. And we're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer betting social platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes, and it's tons of fun social features that gives it a feel of a betting social network. Cut offers lower big and fully customizable odds to create your own bets. Cut even handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for money. Social features include group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and much more. I also have a rewards program that you can get cash back for every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Cut also allows you to list uh, to list almost any kind of bet perfect for getting action on those fun Super Bowl prop bets. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time gives you the opportunity to take that stress away from that ticket buying experience because we know sometimes looking for tickets to your favorite events, whether it's sports, comedy show, uh, theater, it can get stressful. Game time takes away that stress and they make it super easy. Their app is so easy to use. I've used it plenty of times. They have great flash deals. They have last minute tickets available and it's easy to find tickets for every type of event in your area. Like I mentioned, they also have the lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection as well. So forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the event. You get exclusive flash deals on uh, tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their price. So all you got to do is download the game time app, create an account, use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Again, terms apply, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Let me get over to my third player prop for the big game here. And I am going to go over to finally, let's talk about the San Francisco 49ers side of things here. Um, I know you mentioned the Brock Party under, but obviously I do think that he's going to have to throw the football in this game. And, and I'm looking at George Kittle in this game. His number is sitting at 47 and a half. I think this is going to be a big uh, George Kittle game. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the clip uh, that was kind of circulating when the in the, the Niners made the Super Bowl that when they were in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs uh, the previous uh, year uh, back at what Super Bowl 54, um, the Chiefs had ended up winning the game. You saw George Kittle on the sideline, kind of talking to himself and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm going to be back with a vengeance. Uh, this is not the best that you've gotten out of me, no sir." The, in so many words, that's what he's saying. So I think that George Kittle will go out there and really 
you know, take on this opportunity for them to win a Super Bowl for the 49ers organization. Um, and again, when we when you take a look at going back to last season, even when Brock Purdy took over as the uh, quarterback for this uh, Niners team, George Kittle was his reliable guy. And I know he's had he hasn't gone over this number in uh, the playoffs um, against the Lions, at least. He did have 81 yards against the Green Bay Packers. And if you go back to the regular season, he had 126 against the Baltimore Ravens, uh, against the Cardinals, he had 54. But I think in this game where if we're talking about Brock Purdy, he's going to have to settle into this game, it's going to have to be short, quick passes. And I think that that's where George Kittle should be the beneficiary of getting those receiving yards. Um, we go back to that Bills game against the uh, Chiefs uh, in the divisional round. Dalton Kincaid in that game, five receptions in that game, did have 45 receiving yards. I know it's not over this number, but I think this is an opportunity for George Kittle to have a big game here for the San Francisco 49ers offense. And if they do want to win this game, I think George Kittle is going to have to be pivotal for this offense of the San Francisco 49ers. So um, I expect George Kittle to get a lot of targets in this game as well. Uh, so I expect him to get at least 50 to 60 receiving yards in this game here. So give me George Kittle over 47 and a half is the updated number right now, Chris. Yeah, this this makes a lot of sense to me. You know, somebody's going to have to step up. You want to we, we always talk about when we're handicapping, whether it's, you know, whether we're on the NBA uh, podcast, you know, or we're doing it here. But let's talk about motivation. Right. And I think you started this this handicap off with with, you know, something that, you know, is that you can take is, is almost like his goal, right? He he won't want to squander this opportunity of being able to make it back. And I think, you know, you got to trust in his words and, and believe that. And I and I would. I definitely would. I also just don't think I don't really like the matchups for 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 the wide receivers as much. You know, Brandon Ayuk has been, you know, hit or miss. Debo Samuel, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're gonna be trying to get him the ball because he is a dynamic playmaker, whether it's you know, taking a swing pass out the backfield or or reverse or you know, trying to get him the ball down the field and just put the ball in his hand so he can make plays. But the, the one thing about Kansas City, you know, is they do a really good job of tackling, you know, and they don't give up a lot of lot of big, big plays, which is why you see, you know, why, one of the things that makes me, you know, pretty happy about taking, uh, you know, Brock Purdy to go under his passing yards. But if somebody is going to have a big day, I do think it's going to be in the middle of the field. Some Somebody like, uh, like Kittle, who, you know, can uh, is a big body. So he's, you know, big, big, big frame that, you know, uh, Purdy will be able to find him. And um, this one just makes a lot of sense to me. You know, I hadn't really thought about that, but I'll tell you, where I was going. I was actually going Debo Samuel under. So so it, okay. it does kind of correlate. Right. Yeah. Uh, rushing and receiving yards. Um, you know, they, they, I haven't placed this one yet, but it's, it's, it's definitely my first my first honorable mention I wanted to mention. Um, I just, I just, I kind of talked about it. The, the the Chiefs do a really good job of tackling the ball and finding, you know, where w- when guys catch the ball, they don't give up a lot of y- yak, right? Yards after the carry, they they limit teams to that, and they do a really good job of game tackling. And I do expect this defense to travel. It's been traveling throughout the playoffs. It's uh, you know overlooked, um, and I don't think that they care. I think they just want to show up and win the game. So, um, you know, looking back last week, well, two weeks ago, you know, outside of who. Um, I mean, none of these wide receivers for the Ravens did did much at all. Uh, Zay Flowers, I guess, had five for one fifteen, but a big, you know, that was a that was also a big chunk play in there. Um, and then I was also looking at the week before when he had a, when you know when they were playing against the dynamic uh, Chiefs defense. Uh, I'm sorry, a uh, Bills defense. And Stephon Diggs had three catches on eight targets for 21 yards. You know that that is that is telling, right? 
Uh, biggest game of the season, probably biggest game of your career, trying to get to the Super Bowl for the first time. Absolutely not. You go back even a week before, you know, first round. Tyreek Hill, Cheetah, five receptions on eight targets for 62 yards. They do a really good job of taking away. Spagnolio on that defense does a really good job of taking away your number one option. So, uh, you know, rushing and receiving, I think, you know, granted, he can have a big, big play, but I don't I don't think so. You know, I like De- I like Debo to stay under here, 80 and a half. Uh, he's gone under this number five of his last six games. Only one game he's actually gone over, and they haven't been using him as much. If you if you just look at his usage over the last few games since the playoffs have started, it's been a lot more CMC getting the ball. You know, targets are up, rush attempts are up, uh, than Debo getting the ball specifically at the backfield. So when you combine these, then you you know you you need Debo to do both. And I I just don't think he's going to be as effective in this game. So uh, under 80 and a half rushing plus receiving for Debo is something that I'm also considering. You know, I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but this one's in the best. Look. I think the only over I would play for Debo is probably his rushing yards, because I think that we kind of go back to talking about Brock Purdy, right. And trying to get him settled into this game. I think that there may be an opportunity for Debo Samuel uh, to rush the football here. But, I mean, you nailed the handicap, right? When you talked about some of the number one wide receivers that the Chiefs have faced, they've really limited them. And I know Zay Flowers, I think, had one big catch. I think it was for that touchdown uh, that really got his yardage up there. But other than that, like you mentioned, they've been able to shut him, uh, shut these number one wide receiver options down, which I think, again, like I mentioned, kind of goes over to my George Kittle over. Maybe even it's a Brandon Ayuk game as well. So, again, Debo Samuel, I do expect him to be involved in some capacity, or obviously involved in the passing game. Um, but I think more so for his rushing there. But I think at yeah, 80 and a half, especially in a game where I believe uh, it may be a little more, more of a defensive game here, I think this number may be a little bit too high for uh, Debo Samuel. So I'm, I'm with you on that here as well. Um, do you have any more player props? You want to get into some honorable mentions? I know you just mentioned that as an honorable mention. Yeah, so that was an honorable mention, you know, um... I'll, I'll kick it to you. I think it was one more. Let me let me let me say okay. my notes real quick. I think it was one more. Obviously, okay. So I'll, I'll go about another player prop here. So we talked about Christian McCaffrey in this game, and I think that um, you know we talked about how great the rush defense, sorry the um, the pass defense has been for this Kansas City Chiefs team. Where I think now um, that Christian McCaffrey will have to run the football here uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. And you take a look at what he's been able to do. I mean, all throughout the regular season, but also in the playoffs, he had 20 rush attempts against the Detroit uh, Lions, 20 for nine, uh, 90 yards. Um, so I think they're going to feed him the ball here. The number's 18 and a half in this game. I would not be surprised if he does have 20 rush attempts in this game. Um, but also you take a look at what the running backs have done against the Chiefs. Uh, in the last couple games or so against the Ravens. I have no idea why did they, they decided not to run the football in that game uh, against the Chiefs, but they only had six rush attempts in that game between their running backs, three for Gus uh, Edwards and three for Justice Hill. Let's go back to the Buffalo Bills, where Buffalo Bills were smart enough to run the football. Uh, they just had too many mistakes in that game. Uh, James Cook in that game, 18 attempts for 61 rushing yards. So I think that, again, we talked about the Brock Purdy perspective, that if the, if Cal Shanahan and the, their offensive game plan is going to be to – I don't want to say protect Prog Purdy, but prevent him from making mistakes. I think you have to rely on Christian McCaffrey. So I think that 18 and a half a rush attempts for McCaffrey, I do like the over on that. This one does come in as a little bit juiced um, at minus one, um, minus 118, uh, sorry, minus 140 in this game here, uh, Chris. 
Yeah, first, first I tell people if they, you know, were interested, and, and I'm interested in this one here, man, off as well. Uh, you know, it's a lot of different angles, and yeah, I think you did a perfect job of nailing the handicap. You also just want to limit, right? You want to, you want, you want Purdy to manage the game. You want McCaffrey to be a superstar. Uh, get him the ball. He's a dynamic playmaker, of course. And you also, the other part of that, you know, if you want Patrick Mahomes sitting on the sideline, you want him to be cold. Yep. You yep. want the defense to stay on the field. All of those different things. Uh, but I'll say this: you said minus one forty. I do see some minus. 120s out to minus 124s out there right. uh a minus one uh, yeah minus 124 minus 128 minus 125 so definitely shop around uh you know find the best number but uh the only way i would play mccaffrey is over in this game i think he's too i mean can you imagine the press that that the san francisco 49 team would get if he didn't touch the ball enough you know and yeah. we we'll, we'll know what enough is as the game goes on right but if he didn't touch the ball enough you know and yeah. uh, they have an excellent play caller over there. So, I mean, that whole, you know, that, that offense is dynamic within itself. So, um, Kansas City defense will be put to the test. But I do uh, think Christian McCaffrey, as long as they don't get down by too much early. And I don't yeah. I, I don't think Kansas City jumps out to too big of a lead, even if, even if they do go up early. As long as that doesn't happen, um, yeah, I would only be able to play uh, CMC to go over, uh, like you said, potentially 20 in this spot, you know. Real quick, you know, I, w- I got a question for you. What about Pacheco? Yeah, How do you feel about Pacheco in this one? I see his rush attempts, and that was something that I was looking at as well. 15 and a half, yeah. juice minus 130-ish, uh, you know, 16 and a half on some books. He, he, I mean, Kansas City's been, you know, relying upon the run as well. I know San Francisco's rush defense is good. What, do you, what are your thoughts on Pacheco? So the Niners have been a little bit vulnerable, uh, especially over the two playoff games, uh, to the running back position, where they were absolutely stellar all season long. So against the Packers, Aaron Jones had a field day, 18 for 108. Last week, uh, David Montgomery, 15 for 93. Jameer Gibbs, 12 for uh, 45. So I think there's a either uh, you want to, I would look at his rushing yards in this game here as well. Um, Because, I mean, we know there's just like one type of way that Isaiah Pacheco runs the football and it's violently. Uh, And it's really hard to bring a player like him down. It's at 66 and a half for his rushing yards. Um, I think that number is pretty much spot on. I feel like that 16 and a half may be a little bit uh, too much for Isaiah Pacheco, because if we do like Patrick Mahomes in this game um, to, you know, have a lot of success throwing the football, then I think that Pacheco may have to take a back seat and they may not run the ball as often. But there's always that opportunity where it may just take two or three big runs for him to get over his projection on his rushing yards. And let's just say it comes down to that fourth quarter, where the Chiefs may have the lead and they're trying to kill the clock. Then they got to hand it off to Isaac Pacheco and rack up those yards as well. So, I mean, you take a look, Chris, over the last four games, he's gone over this projection rather easily. 130 against the Bengals, 89 in the playoff game against the Dolphins, 97 against the Buffalo Bills, 68 last week against the Baltimore Ravens. So, I think the opportunities are going to be there uh, for uh, for Pacheco in this game. So I would look at his rushing yards to go over in this game. I'm not comfortable with that 16 and a half rush attempts number for him. Yards over attempts. I can see that. Like you said, violent runner, uh, even though San Francisco does a really good job of uh, stopping the run for the season. Like you said, they have been a little vulnerable. And um, we could argue this would be the best running back that they face in, you know, in the playoffs as well. I mean, if I know, yeah. you know, like you said, Aaron Jones had a, had a really good game and, um, you know, Jameer Gibbs and that and that running back crew as well. But uh yeah, I mean this dude is uh you know top level right now and uh, really getting a chance to kind of showcase his talent. So I could I I could I could get behind that as well, you know, staying off the rest of attempts and just feeling the yards here. 
Uh, all right, Chris, any more props or honorable mentions we want to throw out? No, I think that's it. I'll, I'll stop there. But, okay. I, but I will say, I will say, maybe yeah. maybe it's, I, I haven't really completely finished the, the handicapping, but I do like, I like Purdy to throw an interception, <laughs> and it's not juiced. Okay. Yeah. It's, um, it's minus 120, I want to say. Purdy's throwing an interception in, uh, you know, a couple of, of these big games. I know he didn't throw one in, you know, in the, well, he did throw one. He threw one against Detroit in, that, in the NFC Championship game. Uh, the week before he didn't throw one, but the week before that he did throw one. So he, I mean, he threw four. So yeah, he's been, he's been, you know, uh, I don't know, man. I think, uh, you know, like I said, I got to look a little more into it, but I think if I'm, you know, looking at an interception prop, you know, potentially being rattled, we talked about Kansas city defense being, you know, really spot on. And if Kansas city is playing from, from, you know, in front and they're not able to use him as a game manager, you know, if he's forced into throwing the ball a little bit more, you know, it takes us a tip pass. Kansas city got a pretty good, uh, you know, pass rush as well. Uh, Chris Jones on the defensive line and those other guys that they're making plays. So uh, Kansas city defense, I think they can get an interception in this game. Having looked, like I said, got to dive a little bit more into it, but it's on my short list as well. Uh, the Chiefs did pick off Tua. They did pick off Lamar last week as well. So uh, they picked off two of the three quarterbacks that they have faced. Chris, I'm going to pose this question to you as well. I think this has been one of the popular plays that's kind of been going around. Um, and the stats are backing it up. But what do you think about Brock Purdy on his rushing yards to go over? I think that number was at 12 and a half. I think it may have gone up to 13 and a half here. Uh, let me see if I can find the number for it exactly. So it's at still at 12 and a half right now. And you take a look over the past. It, this even goes back to the regular season for the Chiefs uh, and quarterbacks against the Chiefs and their rushing yards. So Jake Browning, 7 for 32. Easton, Easton Stick, 13 for 77. Tua even had three attempts for 25 rushing yards. Um, Josh Allen, 12 for 72 in the last week, Lamar eight for 54. So I know Brock Purdy is maybe not be the most mobile guy out there, but it seems like these quarterbacks that they have faced, even dating back to the, uh, regular season there, Chris, that they are getting over this projection right now, at least of what Brock Purdy has of 12 and a half in this game. Do you have any thoughts on that one? Yeah, it will be over. It'll be over. And then I just kind of feel like, you know, the, the, the longer the season goes, the bigger the game gets the brighter the lights get, the more you have to do whatever it is that you have to do in order to, you know, move the chains, right? So, yeah. you know, where he may not feel comfortable, you know, in the regular season game, uh, you know, running the ball, if the if the opportunity presents itself, I do expect him to tuck the ball, uh, you know, make the make the smart play, maybe, maybe pick up, you know, five yards here, four yards here. Uh, it doesn't have to be, you know, necessarily big, big runs, but I do think that he'll utilize his legs in this game. And uh, like you said, the numbers kind of back it as well, coming off a game where he ran five times for 48 yards. Um, so, so yeah, I, I could I could see this one happening as well. You you, you mentioned, you know, Kansas City, uh, you know, defensively, not not a lot of holes, you know, but they have been, like you said, conceding this number uh, pretty frequently as of, as of late. Yeah, I want to throw that one out there as well because I do. I see the stats are obviously backing it up as well. And I should mention the two playoff games uh, in the playoffs this year against the Packers, six attempts for 14 yards, and then against the Detroit Lions last week, five attempts for 48 yards uh, in that game. So, uh, yeah, that might be uh, another one that I will be adding to the card here. All right, Chris, before we get over to our uh, touchdown scores uh, in this game, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with circle stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. So are players by hit rate. 
for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join with 30,000 users researching with the Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first one today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Chris, let's get into our touchdown scores uh, for this game. Who are you expecting to find the end zone here in Super Bowl 58? I mean, the obvious one, you know, super obvious is, uh, you know, a guy, Travis Kelsey. Uh, yep. I do think that, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. And and it's crazy to think that, uh, you know, for, for me anyway, uh, looking at Chris McCaffrey, minus 215, I, I would – I know it's a – you know, they both skill positions and Chris McCaffrey catches – He's a little bit more involvement, we'll say, just because he can rush the ball as well. Um, but Travis Kelsey being plus money, you know, not not on a lot of books, but I do see a FanDuel that's there, you know, plus plus 100 where, you know, other books are moving it. I see it all the way down to minus 125. So that's why we always talk about, you know, shopping around. But in, in, the, in the magnitude of a game like this, you know, if you already talked about how many, you know, him going over his reception prop and, you know, potentially liking it, even though the number has increased now, um, you just have to believe that, if they if they get close to the end zone, outside of him being able to, you know, break away one, if they get close to the end zone, I mean, it'll be a jump ball to Kelsey. It'll be a fade to Kelsey. It'll be one of those little pitches that we talked about in, uh, you yeah. know, uh, yesterday's show. Uh, so, I mean, inevitably uh, have to be Travis Kelsey in this spot. I also think um, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's not somebody that's often talked about, you know, rushing the ball and getting in the end zone. You can actually get Patrick Mahomes all the way at uh, – all the way up to plus 400 right now. Yep. But if they also, if they get into the, you know, if they get down and, you know, he he breaks away one, we've seen him score a couple times this season, rushing the ball, you, you know, utilizing his legs. Um, so, yeah, I like I like those two guys on that side of the ball. Like you said, no, like I said, no value at all <laughs> with, uh, with Chris McCaffrey being minus 215. You literally got to take him to score twice. Uh, and, and shout out to Rod, because I think he, Rod did give out, uh, Chris McCaffrey just scored twice, and of course he did in that last game. So I know Rod cashed on that one. Now that I'm just thinking about it, but um, uh, on the opposite side of the ball, you know, I think you got George Kittle plus 185. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. said, I think I think his usage is going to be there as well. Uh, it kind of makes sense that both tight ends kind of use their, sa- their safety blankets in this spot uh, and turn to those guys. So I, I think those would be my top three. Um, I look for Kittle to have a big game. You know, I've kind of like you know just kind of echoing everything that you said, and if they do get down into that red zone, I do think that, you know, this Chiefs defense is going to be able to, you know, slow their rundown. And uh, while they do well against the pass, they can be susceptible to the tight end. So uh, give me uh, give me your guy, George Kittle. Give me, uh, you know, definitely give me Travis Kelsey. I'm not, you know, like venturing out and trying to catch these, uh, you know, plus 1,700s on this, you know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm picking guys I really think will get into the end zone. And uh, give me um, – Give me, I will, like I said, plus through four hundred though. Give me a little, little, just a little sprinkle on, uh, on Mahomes to 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 be able to find Peter in this spot as well. Yeah, I think the the guys that you mentioned right there, Travis Kelsey, obviously, I think the obvious one is at the top of the list. Um, you know, we get to the, down to that red zone. Uh, Mahomes is looking for his guy. So, you know, again, um, Travis Kelsey at minus 110, currently on DraftKings. Uh, George Kittle, you mentioned it as well. I was going to name him as well, plus 165. I do like the Mahomes angle that you mentioned there, right? He did score um, a rushing touchdown against his uh, San Francisco 49ers team um, in the Super Bowl uh, four years ago. So maybe history re- repeats itself here for uh, Patrick Mahomes at 4-1. to one. I think that's really good value uh, for a guy like Mahomes. Um, can we see a defensive special teams touchdown in this game? I mean, you mentioned that, you know, maybe Brock Purdy throws an interception here or maybe he fumbles the football. 
Uh, there's a scoop and score or a pick six. I think that's in the world of possibility here. It's at six to one. Uh, I don't hate that uh, either as well. But other than that, I really do think the stars are going to shine in this game here. Um, McCaffrey, it's we saw this number like all the way up to like minus 400 during the regular season here. So it seems like we're kind of giving a discount here on the minus 215 for CMC. Um, but I do expect him to find the end zone. I think that if he does, and if the Niners do end up winning this game, I, I do expect him uh, to be at least in the conversation for MVP. Speaking of MVP, Chris is still out of our MVP picks here who we think, uh, you know, for maybe for each side who we think will win the MVP um, for their respective teams. Gotta go right back to the guy, you know. I mean, it's, it's one or the other, right? So we're going, we're going Mahomes. I think I saw him at plus one thirty. Uh, mm-hmm. He'll have a ball in his hands the most, you know. Uh, unless Isaiah Pacheco does something absolutely incredible that you know we've not seen really, not not really done to the magnitude of uh, you know winning. I think you know being able to be considered the MVP candidate, uh, MVP winner. So he need, he would have to go out here, you know, and rush for you know two hundred yards and. Uh, you know, have two or three touchdowns and, you know, catch a couple passes as well because mainstream media wants Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP as well. We got yeah. we got to mention that, right? So um, I don't expect, I, you know, keeping it, you know, super simple. Um, of course, you, 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 as you probably can tell, I like Kansas City in the game based on <laughs> based on all the, all, the, all the numbers and the notes that I'm giving you. Um, but, yeah, I'll take the guy that's been here before, the guy that's been, you know, underdog, uh, and shine the brightest as an underdog. We know what what is he? You know, ten and one to, as an underdog. I think that's what he yeah. is. Yeah. Give me that like guy. That, yeah. G- give yeah. me give me that guy. You know. And no no go ahead. I'll stop there. I'll stop no, no, there. I was just gonna mention. You're, I mean, you're right. If you like if you like the Chiefs in this game, obviously it's either gonna be Mahomes. Uh, I mean, it's at plus one twenty five, plus one thirty. But then after that, like there's a significant drop off. The next guy is Travis Kelsey at 12 to one. So, I mean, you know, I think what we're both expecting uh, as far as MVP honors, if the Chiefs do end up winning the game, it's going to be Mahomes. Um, but if you want to put a little bit on Travis Kelsey at 12 to one, I don't hate it. I think he would have at least to have that, at least have to have three touchdowns in this game and maybe, you know, 150 plus receiving yards, which at that point you may just be better off, you know, finding like a same game parlay uh, for Travis Kelsey, but I 12 the one I don't hate it um, for the Niners side. I think the guy has to be Christian McCaffrey. If you're, you're I see five, plus 500 out there. I think that might be a, if you like the 49ers to win this game, you probably want to get down on McCaffrey to win the MVP uh, at, around plus 475 plus 500 but other than that um if you want a longer shot i mean i i talked a lot about george kittle in this game 60 to 1 uh, i think that's you know a possibility here he would have to have another monstrous game um and i think that if he gets two touchdowns and over 100 receiving yards in this game and the niners do end up in fact winning this game i think george kittle would definitely be in that conversation for mvp um and then brock party again if he has two interceptions with two touchdowns I think those interceptions will probably um, put him out of the running for MVP, but I really do think it's either going to be top heavy. It's the stars that are going to be shining. Like you mentioned Mahomes for the chiefs. I'll put something down on Kelsey. And then for the Niners side, I would, I would throw out uh, Christian McCaffrey plus four seventy five and put a little bit on my guy, uh, George Kittle here as well here, Chris, you want to mention something. Nah, I mean that's perfect. You know, uh, it's almost like you you took you jumped into my brain. That's everything that I thought as well. Like it, like you said, long shots there. Um, that those are the only ways I could look. Yeah. One one question. Going back to the player yeah. side, you know, if you uh, to touchdown scores, would you would you bet uh, CMC 
uh, two two rushing touchdowns? Or would you just stay I off them all together? I really do think like this has if if the Niners are going to have success in this game, it is it's going to have to be CMC. It's going to have to be CMC. It's going to have to be George Kittle. And again, we talked about how what the game plan is going to be for uh, sorry for Kyle Shanahan. That again, if if CMC is a one of the players, and we talked about this during the regular season as well, Chris. He's a guy that can have a receiving touchdown and he can run it in as well. Those are the great things that you can have about you know running backs, especially a guy like Christian McCaffrey, where he can have a receiving touchdown, he could have a rushing touchdown that gets you two or more touchdowns at plus two forty-five. Um, it's a Super Bowl. I understand it's at minus two fifteen, but I do expect him to find the end zone here. If you want to same game parlay that with a McCaffrey touchdown and with something else, um, I don't hate it, but I do expect big things from McCaffrey in this game here, uh, uh Chris. Yeah, I'm same 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 thoughts. Just wanted to make sure I, we were we were aligning. You know, I, I absolutely agree. All right, Chris, let's give out our official predictions for the Super Bowl uh, Fifty Eight game between the Niners and the Chiefs. Uh, give me your winner and give me a final score uh, for this game. So, winner. Gotta go, gotta go with the underdog here, you know. <laughs> yeah, too. It's so easy to take the underdog, but I gotta take the underdog, man. You just back you know, back Patrick Mahomes every single game. Uh, you know, that he um, you know, quote unquote by the you know, by what by the sports books price isn't supposed to win. I mean, that's what he does, you know, is what he does. So uh plus one uh one ten, I think, on Betum GM and FanDuel right now. And Caesars right now uh, is the best odds that that we can get. Um, but yeah, give me Kansas City on the money line here. Uh, I do think that they find a way to get the job done. Uh, I know San Francisco has the revenge, and I know that they're yeah. a really really good team. Um, but these are the last two teams, so you know they can be a, a great team and not necessarily win win the Super Bowl. Typically, that's how it goes. So um, Kansas, I expect Kansas City to be locked in here. I love that you know that they're that that that, that, that they're the dog, and you can actually get them at plus money. Um, and then final score, we're looking at a total of what's the total? You know, 40, 47 and six, a half is the number. 47 and a half. Okay, 47 and a half. Give me uh give me Kansas City 20 Give me Kansas City 27 23. You know, 27 right. 23. I'll go Kansas right. City 27 23. What you got? I've been on this Niners team um, at the beginning of the season. I do have some futures on them as well. Uh, picked up even more futures on them when they were on that three-game losing streak, and they went into Jacksonville and absolutely um, blasted that team. And I, it makes me nervous, like you mentioned, to go against the guy that's in the conversation now for GOAT. He's already some some people's GOAT already in Mahomes. I just always kind of go back, and I'm a narrative guy. I think that you mentioned the revenge angle for this Niners team, that this team was there in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54. They were up 20 to 10 going into, what, the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken, um, and they just let it slip away. And I think that, like I mentioned at the top of the show when we were talking about it, that I think all the pressure in the world is on the San Francisco 49ers to win this game. I think they rise to the occasion here. I, I think they I think they get it done. Will I be shocked if Mahomes wins? Of course not. But I'm gonna ride with the team. I can't turn on my back, my uh turn on them right now. I'm gonna go 24 
24-21, uh, Niners get this done. And I think it's a big CMC game here, uh, Chris. So uh, we're on opposite sides. We already know where Rod's, uh, uh, you know, uh, allegiance lies in this game. So, uh, but hopefully, Chris, it, it should be a, a good game. The line is indic- indicating that it's going to be a game that probably comes down to the wire here. Um, but yeah, man, official predictions there. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up this last ep- player props episode, at least for the NFL season? Nah, man, I think it's gonna be a great one, and I, I'm 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 actually happy that we're on opposite sides, you know, because we can't we can't agree all the time, right? And, yeah. and with a spread so small, like it makes sense, right? So, uh, you know, just leaving people with you know bet responsibly, man. Nothing else. I think it's gonna be a great game, as the, like you said, as this very kind of indicates, and uh, I think this is what the people wanted, right? Uh, Detroit didn't make it, and you know they had a great, 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 great run, great, great season. Same thing with Baltimore. Baltimore could have potentially been here, but they didn't, and. Then we get the clash, right? We get the rematch. So yep. it was like, like, uh, like Craig said, it's the rematch. So you know, from Friday, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. If you know, yes, sir. Uh, hopefully, it is a great game here. Um, and then hopefully, we again found some winners. So we put out uh, two prop casts for the Super Bowl. Uh, Chris and I, we did the game props. Um, on on the previous episode and this one obviously geared to our uh game uh sorry player uh, specific player props as we've done all season long also our mvp picks in there uh like we did and then our touchdown scores there as well um and then that is pretty much it man i can't believe we're here at the finish line the last game of the nfl season uh we'll come back sometime in the next couple weeks and kind of go back and look at our season long player props i know we haven't done that yet i did do the recount on mine i had a pretty good uh season but we'll go back and we'll recap that uh and maybe you know look forward to next season as well but as for right now one nfl game left enjoy it like chris mentions bet responsibly um have fun if you're out gonna be out at a party drinking call an uber don't drive be responsible uh but just have a good time and uh, we won't have football for at least a good what five six months uh, before we get back into either your college football fan or a uh, nfl fan with preseason in the hall of fame game but enjoy it uh hopefully whichever team you're rooting for wins and hopefully we were able to find a little bit more money to put in your pockets here make sure you follow chris on x at crispy cap and that's two p's and two n's you can follow me there as well at sports nerd 824 more importantly make sure you guys subscribe to the nfl gambling podcast youtube channel as well and if you haven't already left us a rating and review for the propcast or for the nfl gambling podcast please go ahead and do so all right enjoy the game we'll talk to you guys uh within a couple weeks at least for the nfl and me and chris will be ramping it back up for the nba uh when all eyes will be on the nba after the super bowl is over till then Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.